You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. The Sinai Maruyama site offers a glimpse of the Japanese transition from a society of hunter-gatherers that only stayed for a season to one that built permanent homes. This is episode 354 for the 20th of December, 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is ARC 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode is written by Richie Cruz. This network is supported by our listeners. You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. The Sanai Maruyama site is a prehistoric Japanese settlement that dates from the Jomon period, 14,000 to 300 BC. That's a long period. First being settled in 2900 BC and being abandoned in 2300 BC, although the dates of its exact occupation do appear to be in dispute. Which is a time when Japan was occupied by a hunting and gathering society who made the transition from temporary camps to permanent villages that practiced horticulture, which is distinct from agriculture in that horticulture is a form of land management where you encourage the growth of native plants and animals and does not involve growing any particular crop or raising domesticated animals for the purpose of eating them. The settlement is located in northern Japan, just southwest of the city center of the capital city of Aomori Prefecture of Japan, which is also named Aomori. Sinai Moriyama site is most famous for the discovery of structures that demonstrate a transition from a temporary camp to a permanent settlement. Initially, people living at the site built pit houses, which are houses that are built around a pit, in this case, three to four meters in diameter, with walls extending above ground and a roof usually made from local trees and plants. The settlement was occupied long enough for people to gather whatever plants and animals they used as food, which were stored in hidden underground pits that were probably meant to keep out thieves and wild animals. Over 500 structures of this type have been found at the site. The first signs that Sinai Mariyama site was being occupied for extended periods comes from changes in food storing habits. Food storage containers began appearing in, archeolo- in the archaeological record, which would have been kept inside the pit houses. This would only have been practical if people were spending extended periods at the site. Longhouses began to be built around this time as well. The ones found at Sinai Maruyama site are all rectangular and vary in size, the largest being 105 feet long. These longhouses are believed to be communal buildings that served a variety of purposes from meeting spaces to workshops. The final type of building found at the settlement are elevated structures that were held up by six large poles. These pillars are unique in that they are all approximately 1 meter in diameter and spaced exactly 4.2 meters apart. It is thought that these structures are either monuments or watchtowers. Multiple overlapping post holes dating from different times suggest that these structures were rebuilt again and again in the same spot. The Sinai Murayama site has been excavated multiple times over the years, starting in 1953. The size of the settlement was not known until a pre-construction survey for a planned baseball stadium in 1992, at which time it was decided that the stadium would not be built and the site would be preserved. Since 1992, 26 additional test excavations have been conducted at the site which has resulted in approximately 40% of the site being formally investigated. Thank you.
That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.